0: Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk.
1: Now the language of finance has often been seen as a barrier, causing many to feel too intimidated to even begin to try and understand it. So how can we demystify the aspects of finance that we have never been able to grasp? Luckily, Sai Hussein, he's the co-author of the finance book, Understand the Numbers, even if you're not a finance professional, joins me now to clear some of the myths around uh, finance. Uh, Sai, you're very welcome to the programme.
0: Thank you very much for inviting me on the show, Bobby.
1: Not at all. Now, tell me about the, what is it about the language of finance that people actually find difficult to understand?
0: Well, that's a a very good question. Uh, I guess a good starting point here is to reflect back on how much uh, finance uh, terminology we're we're made aware of when we're going through schooling, for example. I mean, history and geography is on the national curriculum, but finance, interestingly, is not. So most people, when they leave school, when they enter the world of work, haven't really come across finance terminology. So it's no surprise that when they're faced with finance terms that they really haven't got uh, the foundational understanding to get to grips with, with what those terms mean.
1: Are you differentiating here, Si, between maths and finance? Because obviously we're taught maths at school, but it's, it's, it's very different. Maths is very different in the real world, isn't it, when you leave school?
0: Absolutely. I mean, an interesting um, fact that, that many may not be aware of is that the best accountants are actually people who don't come from a maths background. So perhaps that, that points to the significance of maths. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, having an understanding of maths helps. But finance is is a lot more conceptual than the science uh, of maths itself.
1: Okay. So if, if we look about the book then, how do you go about demystifying things for readers?
0: Well, I mean, th- the first thing is to be very succinct with the language uh, that we use in finance. I mean, most uh, finance books that are out there Take a very linear approach, which you know, starts from the A and goes through to the Z, and you have to work through the book to understand the terminology. What we've tried to do in the finance book is take a very different approach to, you know, within two or three lines, uh, you know, each chapter is written to deal with a separate topic, a different concept, within two or three lines to explain in very succinct layman vernacular terms exactly what that finance term means, and then to unpack that by going through sections of need-to-know, nice-to-know, so that you can delve into the appropriate level of detail with everyday examples to understand exactly what that finance terminology means in context.
1: If if I'm a, a manager running a business, um, it, it, surely there are, are certain aspects of finance that I should focus on, i.e. if you get mired down in the woods or the detail of return on capital employed, debt equity ratios. That's all stuff that accountants can sort out. But in terms of making money on a day-by-day, p basis, I need to understand sales, cost of sales, uh, overheads equals profit. Are you, are you better staying in that sort of area if you're a non-finance person?
0: Well, I mean, I guess the answer to that question is, first and foremost, you're absolutely right. You need to understand finance from the context in which you see it. I mean, not everyone wants to understand every aspect of of finance and accounting. Having said that, I think if you are a part of a business, understanding the context in which your particular part operates and how that relates to the wider world of finance in your business is very important. Yeah. I mean, to take a very uh, simple example, to, to, to use your example, if I happen to be working in, in operations, then, then working capital is, is of great importance to me. You know, um, I need to understand the difference between profit and cash. Yeah. Now, providing I can keep an eye on the cash and make profit, that's my job done. But further up the chain, you need to understand where the cash is coming from. Is the business leader anticipating that cash flow? Are they drawing down you know, the debt or you know the 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 money that they need in order to finance the future operations for expansion, for example?
1: And we've seen many examples, have we not, Sai, of businesses running out of cash that were profitable?
0: Absolutely. And and here's the classic example. I mean, how many how many people actually know what the difference between profit and cash is and what the what the explanation for that difference is? You know, I come across many businesses that are highly profitable but run out of cash. And, and if I may give just a very simple example to explain that. Yeah, so yeah, you, you, you have a, um, an individual, a sole trader, an entrepreneur who buys an item of stock for £100 in cash and sells it at the end of the day for £300 in cash. That individual has made £200 of profit. I think everybody understands that. At the same time, they've generated £200 of cash. Yeah. Now take the same example. You have bought the item of stock for £100 on 30 days credit. And you sell that same item for 300 pounds at the end of the day on 30 days credit. Now, at the end of that day, that individual has made 200 pounds of profit. No difference there. but They generated and lost zero cash.
1: Yeah.
0: In 30 days time, when the supplier knocks on the door asking for the 100 pounds, unless the customer has paid that 300 pounds at that point in time, that business will not have the cash to pay yeah. and it will run out of cash assuming it has nothing to start with. So that, that concept yeah, is fundamental to understanding. And as a business grows, it needs more working capital to cover the gap between suppliers and customers paying.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great example. Uh, and, you know, are we, are we also guilty of overcomplicating finance? And I know, it, you know, by its nature, it is a complex subject. But sometimes I think businesses absolutely overcomplicate the minutiae of finance and that means that people don't understand the business the way they should.
0: Yeah, look, I I think everyone has a part to play in this. I mean, from the finance expert, from the accountant's perspective, you know, I don't think accountants, um, you know, they've been brought up you know, through generations of learning particular terminology, of doing things in a particular way. Arguably, they like to stick with their own. When it comes to explaining those concepts to non-finance individuals, you know, they struggle. From the individual's perspective, you know, getting you know, too deep into too much detail can be a mistake as well. It's about understanding where that particular balance uh, is.
1: Yeah. Um, you talk about um, looking for a career in business, um, here's here's five financial terms you need to know. In other words, if you're looking for a promotion, one of the things that your boss or or the owner of the business or whatever it is will be looking for is a a confidence that you understand the metrics of the finance of the business. So I think you say it in the book that one way to get promoted is to understand the finance of the business and how it works.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, there's no substitute. I mean, from a personal perspective, if, you, if you're working for a business, understanding that, that business is what's called a going concern, that it's going to be there this time next year, you know, there's no substitute for you being able to see the numbers or understand the numbers uh, for yourself. But, you know, I've mentioned already understanding the difference between profit and cash. I've heard many a business leader say they are a profitable business, but further down the line, they don't survive. So, from your perspective, as an individual, being able to, to discuss, to challenge, to explore how the business makes cash and how you can improve the cash return of the business you know, in, in comparison to the profit is a really good starting point. But then also, you know, there are other aspects, you know, understanding how revenue, profit and cash interrelate, understanding what working capital is. You know, concepts such as that can really help you in your discussions, you know, not only to impress, but so, certainly to show your interest in the business uh, in which you're about to join, or, or the promotion that you're about to get.
1: You say as well in, 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 the, in the book side that you don't have to read it from cover to cover to make sense of finance. So this is a book that's written in a way that allows you to dip into specifics, that you, know, you don't have to, as I say, get mired in the minutiae of it, but it, it, it's, you're able to dip in and out as it pertains to you.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is what I'd like to suggest is is the USP, the unique selling point of the book. Most books, indeed almost all books that I've come across in my uh, 30-year career, take a pretty linear approach. They start from the A and and go to the Z, and you have to work through all of the chapters to see how the jigsaw fits together. We've taken entirely the opposite approach to say each chapter, each topic, uh, which is dealt with in a chapter, a separate chapter, is a stand-alone topic. Mm. So if you want to understand your provisions or you want to understand the concept of depreciation, you don't have to work through four previous chapters to get there. You'll see in a nutshell in a couple of sentences what that concept is. You'll see it applied. And and that's all you need if that's what you need to cover. So you can dip in and dip out as as you as you need to and create your own journey Mm. through the book.
1: Well, I hope I hope these words uh, don't fall foul of you and I. But I've been forty years in business, and I still don't understand depreciation. There you go. Oh. <laughs>
0: if we had time, I'd explain it to you right now.
1: <laughs> Look, Sai, it's a great book, and I really like the way it's written. It's uh, it's called the Finance Book. Understand the numbers, even if you're not a finance professional. And the author, the co-author is Sai Hussein. Thanks for joining me uh, this morning, Sai. Great to talk to you.
0: Thank you very much indeed, Bobby. Have a good day. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.